So you know guys, we love to support black businesses and we have another one for you. Lillian Ann Online Boutique is an online retailer of women's apparel, jewelry, handbags, and accessories. They offer women's clothing in sizes ranging from size small to 3X. So plus size ladies, add this one to your list. Their prices are reasonable and not to break the bank, this boutique was formed in order to provide clothing options and accessories for the everyday woman. So when you're looking for a place to shop, go on over to Lillian Ann Online Boutique. And for all of our lovely listeners, use the code BADBEHAVIOR through June 29th to receive 50% off your entire purchase. That is 50%. That's a good sale, y'all. Use the code BADBEHAVIOR at Lillian Ann Online Boutique. You're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And we have a guest with us here today. Hi, everyone. I'm Justin. <laughs> Have you been on the show? You've yeah. been on one yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Briefly. <laughs> right. Was, years ago. <laughs> right. He's He was on an earlier episode. Yeah. I don't remember which one. Me but either. But yeah, he was he, he has been here before. Mm-hmm. So how has everyone's week been? Ooh. Busy. Um, work has been really getting busy. We have a lot of like pivoting virtual events and mm-hmm. getting things set up. On top of the fact that I've ran my mouth a lot about <laughs> my job and how they can be better in, re- in returns to diversity and inclusion. And I ran my mouth so much that I got nominated and voted to be the uh, like the chair of the Internal Diversity and Inclusion Committee at work. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. I was like, you see what running your mouth get you? Another full-time job. Right. Like, the emails I have gotten and the extra see, meetings on my calendar, see, I'm like... That's why because <laughs> they uh, asked me to be on the committee. I ain't answer yet. <laughs> <laughs> I well, was like, I don't know. So, originally, because this is, to be short, I felt like my job wasn't doing enough. And mm-hmm. I basically spoke out to my senior leadership and HR like, what's up? I'm disappointed. Yeah. I frankly was like, you guys have black staff members, mm-hmm. so you should care. Yeah. And it was my idea to do the committee, so they took it, but I didn't think I had to be, like, running it. But <laughs> I'm excited because I feel like I'll have interface with our CEO, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes people can be nervous to be to speak on matters like this. Mm-hmm. I am not. Mm-hmm. And I think that they need to feel, like, the pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have, like, a board call tomorrow. So, you, like, I just have more stuff to do. Mm-hmm. But... It's exciting because I've never done it. Yeah. Thanks to my, add to my resume. I said, how much time is it going to take out of my schedule every month? That was one of my first questions. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm already busy. I know. <laughs> I definitely was like, ooh, I don't. Because, like, then it's an internal committee, but they're wanting me to face outward and work with, like, our board. And I'm like, okay, mm, see. That's a lot. Like I said, I have a board call tomorrow. And I was told on Friday, hey, oh, see. do I have you speak on Monday? Uh-huh. And I was like. Do I get paid extra for this? Like, First of all, I was like, well, now I have to wear clothes on Monday. <laughs> like, because I wear t-shirts. Right, same. But, I, like, I have to put on a blouse on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but I'm still excited, but I've, now I'm like, I'm going to be busy. Yeah. Work and that. Yeah. Um, home life has been peaceful. Good. Getting my plants. Mm. My wall stickers have finally arrived. <laughs> So I can do my statement wall in my guest room. Mm-hmm. Um, I reorganized a lot this weekend. Mm-hmm. I have like labeled baskets and tote containers, and it makes me feel good. Like my laundry room is so pretty and organized, mm-hmm. and like my guest room closet is like these beautiful baskets and my linen. Cl- <laughs> I just I love organization mm-hmm. and knowing where stuff is. Yeah, same. So I had a nice organizing, refreshing weekend. Mm-hmm. That's good. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> My life has felt so unorganized lately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see. The past week for me was very interesting. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, a few good things took place um, on Instagram. It was what they call Black Hikers Week. Mm-hmm. So that was like probably the most exciting time of this entire <laughs> COVID situation for me because I'm a black hiker. Hey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was really fun just to connect with a lot of other black hikers all around yeah. the country. and That's dope that yeah. there's like a, mm-hmm. like a hashtag, like a group yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah. So we all got to share our stories of how we got involved in the outdoors and what we're looking to do going forward and... Mm-hmm. Speaking of going forward, I was laid off from my job this week, mm-hmm. so I guess it's the beginning of a new chapter for me, definitely, so yeah. we'll see what I decide to do from here. Yeah, yeah. understandable. Um, this week was busy for me as well. I finally switched my summer and winter clothes. <laughs> Which, I haven't worn clothes, so it didn't matter. Like, I've been wearing sweatpants and workout clothes, like, for months. So, it didn't make a difference that I had my winter clothes in my room. But it was just like, might as well do this now. Yeah. Um, I ate chicken this week. Oh! (laughs) Wait. I I told you I didn't really want you to go back. Why? And where did you get it from? Um, A black-owned restaurant, The Civil. I got a chicken sandwich. You know, their chicken is okay. You didn't have like a really good. <laughs> I, I felt like it was running. tasty to me, but I ain't had chicken in five years. So how are you? Internally? I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, sometimes when you switch over, yeah. I know. Yeah, the body responds. My body hasn't responded. So, so. you're gonna eat chicken now? I think I'll still eat it like periodically. I think it's abnormal for me to want chicken. But it'll be like an option. But if if you want a good yeah. chicken wing, right? Because I, I, I ain't had wings yet, so I still gotta knock down a wing. I don't know how I feel about this. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> so I guess I'm no longer a pescatarian. Technic. Yeah. Technically. Yeah, I guess. No. So right? um yeah, that happened. <laughs> I'm still sitting with that right now. <laughs> Even though I eat chicken for some reason, you eating chicken doesn't feel right. <laughs> I knew it had been a while. I didn't realize it had been five years, though. Yeah, it's, it's, it was five years this month. Yeah, five years this month. Girl, I got Jeez. jerk wings in my microwave. <laughs> but I'm going to eat when we finish. So, uh, yeah, that happened this week. Um, we'll, like I said, we'll see how much I eat chicken. I don't plan to, like, go full force in, but it's but always an option. But if you're wanting it, yeah. if it looked good, maybe you have a bite. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Um... I feel like those were the highlights of my week, as basic as my life is. Yeah. Uh, going back, well, my job has decided that we can go back to work in two weeks, so we'll see how that goes. I'm going to still stay my behind at home. As you should. Yeah. But um, we'll see how the opening of the world continues to go or does not continue to go um, at this point. So. Well... That brings me to my COVID updates. Yeah, let's go ahead. <laughs> First of all, everyone, wear a mask. <laughs> I believe our listeners are smart, and y'all ain't the people who are not. But just in case one or two of y'all snuck in here, <laughs> wear a mask. Be careful. Yeah. Social distance. You don't need to be mingling with don't everybody. Push don't push it too far, Don't though. go crazy. You cannot be completely normal. We, As we can see, Florida, Texas, Arizona... Uh, especially Texas, are literally having to shut back down. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. North Carolina. Like, you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. I know we all want to feel normal, but we're just not in that space, and we won't be for a while. Yeah. I feel like the sooner you accept that the plans you had will be shifted, will be different, the easier you'll feel. Like, you yeah. just yeah. have to accept what it is right now. And for certain states, like, being in that in-between is okay, but like I said, don't push it too far. Because if too many of y'all push it too far, then y'all going to end up back shut down. So it's like, just, you know, pace it, guys. Take your time. Don't Seriously. just, don't dive in. Take a lot of time. <laughs> Take a lot of time. Because I done seen packed bars. Like, My just... timeline this weekend, I was just like, uh, uh, okay. I do want to spend more time outside. I will say that because I have not been outside as much, but that don't mean in establishments. Like, For sure. And then I don't mean with a harem of friends either. Like, <laughs> you just have to be careful yeah. about who you hang out with. Sydney said it a while ago. Like, you have to have a confirmed mm-hmm. 
small group and yeah. you have to keep track of what y'all doing. Yeah, and yeah. be honest and be with honest. one another. Don't be like ashamed because it's better to be honest. Because then maybe for two weeks we just don't and then you could go back. Like you just have to have that communication. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. What's my next point? Next thing I want to talk about with everything going on is a lot of the, you know, we know the statues are coming down mm-hmm. and brands are pivoting like Aunt, mm-hmm. um, Aunt Jemima, like, She's being removed. A master suite is an owner suite now. That still sounds whatever. <laughs> so there's a lot Everything of things. But what the heck we asked for? Well, I was wicked that because then you had a lot of these animated shows, white actors saying they're stepping down yeah. from playing these, you know, black characters, mm-hmm. black and brown characters, saying that these should be for black and brown people to fill the role. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay, and it's okay to say that's cool, mm-hmm. but we can't forget about what we really need. Right, we need right. new policy, mm-hmm. um, and we need we need more than... I think it makes sense that people are doing the easy stuff. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Changing the brand, for, that's easy. That is not, like, you know what I mean? Because, honestly, you probably needed a brand update. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, I get right now, a lot of brands and companies are doing the easy things, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But know that that won't be, that is not enough. Right. You have to continue to do things. Because, like, even, for example, with the actors stepping down, that's cool. However, mm-hmm. we got to think about the people that even hired a white person to do a black person's voice. Let's think about that. Because, yeah, if I'm an actor and I ain't getting no gigs, yeah, I'm going to take it. I'll do Sally Lou's voice. Fine. Right. But. I think, I, that's a valid point because I think sometimes I've heard comments like, they sit up here, you know you ain't black. And I was like, well, let's be clear here. <laughs> right. I am not saying I'm for them doing that, but I do know that if I'm trying to get a gig, I'm trying to get a gig. Right. And if my race doesn't matter in this sense of I'm doing a voiceover yeah, yeah, yeah. then I do understand how the white person took took the job because it was a job right yeah. right um but we gotta talk about these but, casting directors right Hollywood is what like 90 decision makers right and they're mostly white men right and, and then we also have to talk about this is at the end of the day how many shows um animated shows are they even black characters they're sparse anyway so right. when you talk about them having us having more shows. Yeah. I mean, and think more about Queen Summers. I was, I was literally about to say every that. She black, knew everybody. Every black character from like 1992 yeah. to current. Like, Seriously. So we need to think about that and I mean, too. Love her, proud of her, everything, all but of her. She but she said herself. It should not herself. just be her. Like, it should be others. Ari Lennox's voice is amazing. She would be a great voiceover character her voice like her speaking voice is great i think it would be me, perfect me me i no, mean yes no. but it shouldn't just be this is my go-to black voice person right i agree there are plenty of people with great inflection in their voices that can do it so it should not it should not be the need to always feel the black the sparing black characters that we have in animated shows with white voices there are others so so, I say all that to say, you can give a nod where you want to give it, but mm-hmm. let's continue to keep the pressure. Yeah. At the end of the day, we need to get into the policy category, mm-hmm. and we need to start changing how leadership is looking on these brands. So, mm-hmm. there's still a lot of work to be done with brands and with government. Still a lot of work to be done. Right. So, we got to keep keep the pressure up um, and keep doing our parts. Yeah. Okay, so Beyonce, y'all, <laughs> y'all, a trailer for her new film, Black is King, gets released by an accident. I was about to say, it got, <laughs> it got leaked. <laughs> but what, what the streets are saying is that it will premiere on Disney Plus July 31st. So yeah. glad I still got a subscription to that. <laughs> I was about to end it. But it's like, but another month won't hurt. Sure won't. <laughs> um, so we know that she signed a deal with Disney. Yeah. And we know that she signed a multi-project uh, deal with Netflix. Yeah. So oh, right. we should expect more stuff, more ways, more projects from her with Disney Plus and Netflix. Yeah. I saw the trailer and I was like, <laughs> Let me tell you something. It's right on time. I tell you. She be having stuff on the tuck. Like, oh, <laughs> it's the perfect something. time. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I love, I, I am a Beehive member. 
proud. You know, I wasn't proud mm-hmm, a couple years ago. <laughs> I'm a proud member now. And the reason is, she keep she keep she with the people, man. <laughs> All the way. She's in these streets. Mm-hmm. I don't want y'all to think. Like, just because she's not saying... She on Twitter. Right. It's, how does she just catch what we doing and what we up to? <laughs> she's here, y'all. Yeah. She, forgot, she got a ghost account. Absolutely. <laughs> and we all know she has a Snapchat account. And we yeah. know and still don't know what is she that account. under a lot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, lock, lock. I, I got that flower filter. Now, what Snapchat are you using? <laughs> okay? But I saw it, the trail, and I was like, oh, just beautiful blackness. I'm just like... Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm so, glad it's allegedly coming out on a Friday. Right. Because they be killing me with the middle of the week drops. Like, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> so, hopefully, that's true. Yeah. We all know she'll confirm it when she's ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was meant to be released tonight, so we'll see. I think, yes, because she is receiving um, the humani- hum- humanitarian. humanitarian award yeah. for the BET Awards tonight, mm-hmm. um, which, guys, be with us on Twitter. I mean, at this point, you'll hear this... Sunday night, Monday. Yeah. So you can go to Twitter to see basically my thoughts about what I'm about to watch. <laughs> right. She's going to receive an award tonight, so it would make sense mm-hmm. for it to drop sometime that's tonight. What I, th- I think, I feel like that's what the plan was. Um, I'm excited for the BET Awards because Chloe and Hallie are performing, mm-hmm. and they have been doing these amazing tennis court they got performances. The backyard and the tennis court. <laughs> every time I see one, I'm like, damn, that's still a tennis court. <laughs> you they look, you feel. Drop- in the backyard. Laser show. <laughs> I saw the one with the, uh, yesterday. Yeah. First of all, because I love their album. Mm-hmm. They look amazing. Oh, so yeah. I listened to that album. It's so good, y'all. <laughs> they yes. their groanness and cussing. I mm-hmm. love it. I was joking with my brother. I was like, I'm going to be the rich auntie that treats your kids to Chloe and Hallie concerts. He was like, wait a minute. You're going to have to take me to the <laughs> We go. <laughs> talk about. You treating all of us. Okay. <laughs> I'm going. Shit. No, I just love that glow up. And this last, this album, Ungodly Hour, is the truth. I was listening mm-hmm. to it earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Okay. So, moving forward, B. Simone. No. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, I'm tired of talking about <laughs> Well, you know, once we start, we like to give updates. I know, I know. So after the backlash of, you know, the book and the plagiarism, mm-hmm. she um, announces that she's doing, she's hosting a free webinar to talk about um, the mistakes she's made and to get, like, expert opinions on how to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that was decent. She's look. She has to create. She has to get public support again, mm, and she didn't yeah. lose all of it. Let's be clear. No, no still no, support no. her. Yeah, but it's it's a part of the PR campaign to get yeah. her back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. She whoever's her PR know not to be stupid and make it a free webinar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They like they we can't charge people for this one, sir. But as get their emails though, because we gonna hit them up later. You know. <laughs> but as that was out and about, then. A resurface podcast came up oh, from um, horrible decisions where she was calling like yeah, a trans really person, like a tranny or whatever, mm. and was speaking. And so here's the thing, y'all: when you go back mm-hmm. and you start looking for stuff, and I'm not saying someone was looking, but it happened. They sometimes. was looking because I mean, she be getting back. She be back. <laughs> So the thing about this is, when you look, when you're looking back and looking for things, you may find something. Absolutely. But you need to see from that point and what what behavior has transpired since. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, like horrible decisions, put out a statement saying, "Yes, that stuff was said." But if you also look at episode here, here, where our opinions were changed or we reformed, mm-hmm. that's what we right. have to start doing. Yeah. Because we are allowed to grow, mm-hmm. and some we do say shit that's not right. We will do things that aren't isn't right and mm-hmm. if you're a human who is continuing to learn and want to be better you'll recognize ways that it was inappropriate and you will do better yeah right. so sometimes when we when people are making a moment like well you did this two years ago at a certain point you have to let it go and let me be very clear that's certain things oh yeah mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. so don't go there's crazy. a limit <laughs> there's a limit for me yeah but every person should I hope be changing and growing. So yeah, if you look back, our opinions may be different. Even with us, you know, our yes, opinions have, have changed. Definitely changed. And so I do think it is important to look at what people have said then and how, if their current behavior is still that of what they mm-hmm. said before. 
If it is not, then kudos to them for growing and changing. Facts. If it is, hold them to accountable, hold them especially accountable. if you are a supporter of, of them. Yep. Hold them accountable for what they believe or what they said or whatever that you don't agree with, then cool. Um, now, as far as horrible decisions, decisions, they have in some ways changed their phrasing and their beliefs and things like that since then. However, I don't know if B. Simone has. No, we they don't They can only know. speak for themselves. No, and they put yeah. out a statement, but I'm saying as far as like, I say it as a, we already know people are upset about some of the other shit she's yeah. doing. But when we're looking, when we're looking for we things, have to we, make I'm sure. just saying yeah, we need we're to being realize fair. that. Yeah. Right. So there's nothing wrong with asking her about that comment. Yeah. And at this point, and she knows she's she never answer. Right, and if she's <laughs> never clarified yeah. that before, clarify yeah. and say what it is. But I'm saying that we have to be in a space now when people clarify and people are choosing to do better, we have to leave it and let yeah. them do better. And hopefully she learned, like, the double down way ain't working. Never. Like, don't Never double down. <laughs> Never the way. Between her and Doja Cat, y'all gotta learn that that she is was not the next way. I love to bring up. <laughs> the double down don't and work. And I understand how I can be very frustrated being in public eye and getting such messages because, like, yeah. I see people I say really nasty things. Yeah. yeah. Really not constructive, not trying to be helpful, really trying to be mean. Yeah. And I know that has to be very overwhelming to be in a public eye. Um, but you can change your opinion on things. A side note, just a mean moment. I used to believe in a version of soul ties. I didn't all the way believe in the full thing. Mm-hmm. That was bullshit too. <laughs> it's a moment of you see how you grow and uh-huh. you create new opinions. Uh-huh. All yeah. of it is bullshit, right? <laughs> and yeah. that, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. and I've talked about it on the show. And if you go back to an old episode, you'd be like, "Really, Shanae? Right. But if you ain't you ain't listening to this one, you'll see that <laughs> I now say that's bullshit. Right. 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 But you have to allow people to do that because and especially when their opinions are publicly available yeah understand that we're sharing our opinions from the point that we're at now and that could be different tomorrow absolutely or even like sometimes we give our opinion on stuff and we get new information the next day and then we clarify it and we're like going back to what I said (laughs) because you just need to be it's okay but anyway Doja Cat (laughs) was on IG Live oh this child She's been getting a lot of heat. People are like, we ain't forget about you. <laughs> and it's been bothering her, clearly. Her demeanor in that IG Live, she was upset. Because mm-hmm. she's I still s- dropping music and not getting the response that she wanted. And so she's like, wait a minute, and, guys. And so, <laughs> she, here's the thing. When you come at it with an attitude, right? that doesn't help. So, yeah. the thing about it is, you know, she gave a, a written apology and she said that she is sorry. She's she's a black woman. She that's how she views herself. Whatever. However, comma when you get angry and nasty, then people don't believe you're sorry. Right. People don't believe it when you on live saying like, "I want you to fucking remember." <laughs> <laughs> like, and those are you trying like, to quiet? You need to go one talk to your PR team. Go talk to some friends to reflect. Or, or you need take to take some a minute before yeah. you speak. Sometimes when you're upset, because even if you don't learn. There's still a way to go about this, like, and that ain't right. it. But I, I know, you know how sometimes they'd be like, when you really upset, like, put it down and then come back yeah, to yeah. it. Shame. That right. that's what needs to be done. Yeah. Like, you're upset, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I can under, I can understand if she felt her apology was genuine, if she really is sorry to have to the the me- messages and tweets. I, I know how they can feel overwhelming. But that when I watched those clips, I was like, no, this <laughs> this. This isn't what <laughs> is going to help that to stop. At all. Because uh, I think more of what would help it to stop is talking about how she has grown and has changed. And, you know, she is not, she does not talk to her father who is black and her mom is white. She was raised by her white mother. So talking about that experience, I think would be better than what the heck she's doing now. Because that ain't working. <laughs> like, it's not working and at all. I like Doja Cat's music. Mm-hmm. Um... Have I canceled her? No, but I wasn't a hardcore listener either. Right. But I do feel if you feel like you don't want to support her, you have every right to it's, not. Yeah, and then right. if you yeah. are a fan and you want to keep her account and say, hey, what's up? You have every right to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have to be nasty about it. Yeah. Because some people do be wild and people just be being mean to be mean. Right. right. It's like, just, if you want to cancel her, just cancel just her. Don't to, her. Just right. don't listen to her. That's what I said. Just don't listen to her. Don't support her. Don't, don't support her. 
Okay. Um. Oh, I picked up this story for you. So we know Tiana Taylor is pregnant. Yeah. And we know Sydney loves Tiana Taylor. I do. But she talked about how she was gonna have a home birth. And yes. I and Erica Badu is going yes. to be her. Yes. And I I brought that oh. up because Sydney, first of all, once once a home birth, she's obsessed with Tiana Taylor. Yeah. Probably like the first major Tiana Taylor fan. I put that on everything. She was with her. Like Google me, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I was singing that song earlier today. She in traffic stop. I'm just saying. Oh, I was literally City, singing those City, songs earlier. Cindy was a fan before y'all was a fan. I, I was, was with her on Ubu when she was reading Bible verse. Huh? Oh, wow. So I just exactly. So I just wanted to be like I want to mention that because oh, yes, I was um, so happy for them. I do wonder what they're gonna name her because it's another girl. And the first um Junie is a junior. So I wonder if they'll do something in relation to Tiana's name or what, but I'm so happy. And she has some new music. Yeah. Um, which I love. Loved it. Yeah. I thought it was a great... I still, you know, COVID is a different time of promotion, but I still feel like they'll never be putting... I just don't ever feel like her, her projects get the, yeah. the energy they should I think get. She, the she pushes them herself that's what i'm saying and that's how she and her, got fan her fan base yeah. carries the rest but i'm like yeah. where where's the label and where her, her budget and i just always yeah. feel like nah, she's such a quality it. performer singer like i just don't understand yeah. i think her success especially with this album because we know the last one wasn't exactly what she wanted um is because of her is because of her pushing it her ideas even with like the merch that's all her. That's all her ideas and her making it happen. I know, but when so, you sign to a, a record label company who's taking like their that. share, right? it's like, y'all got to so be I mean, doing something too now. The mm-hmm. only thing I can hope is that she has worked out a way to get more of a percentage yeah. from her proceeds or shoot 100% from that merch because she and whoever, like whatever designer she's hired, <laughs> is doing that on their own. Hopefully, because she is doing so much that she's getting more on the back end. Although, I, I was slightly concerned at her album release party when anyone had masks on. I yeah. just kind of was like... <laughs> Me um, too. And I'm like, mm, you pregnant? Judy breakdancing upstairs. But she said she had people doing temperature checks at the door. All that stuff. So I'm just saying... Ah. But I agree with I, you. I did. was I, like, hey, hey, what you doing, girl? <laughs> What y'all doing? And uh, once again, people had masks turned backwards. Like, just take the mask off. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> like, wear it. I mean, if you're not going to wear the thing. Just take it. It is not a hat. Like, right. just take it off. Uh, but, anyway, yeah. that's pretty much what I had. Unless y'all have anything y'all read this week or wanted to bring up as we do our news pop culture segment. Not that I could think of. I don't follow pop culture too much, so this is all news to me. <laughs> all right. So TV-wise, mm-hmm. I got nothing for y'all. Housewives are on, like, a break to like, mid-July. Mm-hmm. Potomac got a starting date of August now. Okay. Um, I have been watching a lot of old stuff. <laughs> like, I was watching the Thornberries earlier. Uh-huh. Um, you know I've been watching Degrassi. <laughs> Even started watching Degrassi Junior High <laughs> with like the parents who are in Degrassi that we watched. Mm-hmm. That's how far I, I dug deep in the Degrassi <laughs> hole, mm-hmm. um, which is very it's been very interesting to watch. Yeah. I think partly because it was the eighties, so it's like their turn, you know, the terminology they use, the hair, the clothes, yeah. and then seeing like a baby Spike. And Snake is very interesting. Like Snake once had hair, <laughs> like stuff like that. Yeah. So I I, I have nothing. Although yeah. I watched Rocket Man last night. Mm-hmm. How was it? I really liked it. Okay, I, I was I going to see it in the theaters, but I just fell off. And last yeah. night I was looking for something to watch. It's what what is it on? It is on Hulu. Okay. Bet. I watched it on Hulu. Bet. Um, and if you don't know, if y'all don't know, Rocket Man is a movie based off of Elton John's life. Yeah. Um, it's Slight musical, but not overpowering. Mm. But the music is his music. Yeah. Um, and I really liked how it was done. Okay. I learned some things. I like some of his songs. I ain't gonna sit up here and say I be caving. Right. But you know, Beating the Jets slam. It does. You it's know what I mean? Always a bop. Always Rocket Man slams. I mean, there's certain <laughs> songs that just like, 
I'm still standing as a hit for me. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. But I watched that last night, and I was like, oh, this is a really, like, it was a really good movie. Okay, so. I'm going to have to check that out, because I've been uh, scraping similarly for stuff to watch. I watched, last night I watched Knives Out, which was good. It wasn't what I thought it was, but it was still good. I was about to watch it the other day. That's funny. Um, And then I watched the Five Bloods movie by Spike Lee. Oh, I've heard about that. You know what else I watched? The Floor is Lava on Netflix. Me too. I've been, girl, I I'm tell you why, on the show I'm, I'm like sitting on the show. These like it's such like the the concept is so like childish. And I'm sitting here like get the thing, get the thing. It's like, I'm and it's like no, 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 don't do that. And but when I fall in, it's like oh, even though we know it's like water with bread, like. <laughs> It's good though. I I was totally going there. I I needed like a, give me you know a couple more months. I was about to shape. say I don't need to get in shape. I'll be in that lava quickly. The main thing I gotta work on is my upper body strength. Could really do it. Do Baby climb. I feel like I, I think could you win. would be good at yeah, it. I, think I could probably win. Yeah. But on the monkey win. bars, I'll be in lava. Or, that, or even like the first episode where she had to hold. Uh huh. Cr- mm. <laughs> I would be in that lava, baby. I, I ain't got it. But yeah, I be watching money? and rooting for people. Yeah, they do. I think they win money. Don't they win? Like yeah, they win ten thousand dollars. Oh, you know what? Let me figure out who I need to write to. You, <laughs> you can be on the sec- second season. <laughs> they win ten thousand dollars, and some of them are like groups of three, so they split it, of course. And then some of them are groups of two, and they split it. So you just need to find a partner. Well, I don't mm. want to split it, but um, <laughs> well, you gotta do. find somebody that can agree. Whatever turn, right? Or if they ever do a solo round, yeah, which that would be tough. That would be yeah. tough, but we have to see. But that's been an interesting show. I didn't think I, I would watched, like, like. I watched it. all of it, but I watched like half. And the then season. I also wonder, I'm like, where did we get that from? Because I used to do that when I was little. The floor is lava. Yeah, so I'm like, where did like what know. did we all watch a show that that came from? I have no. But clue. it's kind of like those just like. Sometimes it's like the nursery rhymes, just just yeah. these sayings yeah. and just the like. Yeah, you just do it. Punch yeah. buggy, no punch back. What is that? What is that? Like <laughs> you just do it. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. So I don't know. That's true. Yeah, but but I was watching because I'm like I definitely used to do the floors lava. I've been whispering the floors lava to people all week. Like <laughs> you're almost thirty. <laughs> so <laughs> we can about, still play. <laughs> I know, but whispering to people the floors. Yeah, I right, do you pres- react? See. <laughs> so just look out for me on season two. <laughs> right. I'm gonna win and then pay off my student loans. Well, the season, um, season, um, the next, not season two, maybe season three. Sydney and I gonna be on a circle, like. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> We're already planning for that. Right. So, hmm, there you go. Um, but yeah, but I watched that show, um, Lennox Hill on Netflix. It's like a hospital show. I've been scraping. To I know, cause show. like. Things are paused. Also, the summer has always been a little slow, but mm-hmm. with COVID, it really has halted production and, yeah. and schedules and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. So, I mean, the only thing I had to look forward to is Marriage Boot Camp Hip Hop Edition, because they got everybody on there. <laughs> Isn't Phaedra? Yeah, Phaedra's Phaedra. on there. It starts this week, so I'm like, oh, and I y'all usually. watch that too. <laughs> I usually wait till the end, I just binge it, but I'm like, I ain't got nothing else to watch. I might as well watch it while it's on TV. So, that's the only thing I have to look forward to these days. But, um, we have two questions of the week. Yes. Um, one was, would you rather live on the streets for a week or sleep in a bed with the ex you hate the most for one month? Um, Reese P says sleep in the bed with the ex. It's me, Tierra Four says sleep in the bed. That way I can smother them. <laughs> um, Headshock nineteen oh six says sleep in the bed. At least I'd be comfortable. <laughs> Black Travel Log says sleep in the bed with the ex. Zoe Podcast One says sleep in the bed. I don't like camping. Um, Miriam's <laughs> Mary Miriam is behaving. Says sleep on the streets. It's only seven days versus. Let days. me tell you something. <laughs> that lets you know. All right. That is trash. <laughs> I am living I on the seven street. days on the streets. <laughs> Whatever. I'll be fine. <laughs> that is so freaking funny. <laughs> so what you choosing, Shanae? Um, sleep in a bed with my ex for a week. I don't. No, a month. Oh, a month. Yeah. Whatever. It's, it ain't that deep. Mm-hmm. Stay on your side. Right. You know pillow, what I mean? Pillow barrier. Like. I, don't, I don't have no... I don't have such a negative relationship, so it's just yeah. like, we be all right. Right. What about you, Justin? Hmm. I might actually choose sleeping on the streets for a week. <laughs> I think that would be a little bit more fun. Okay. I <laughs> and that. I love being outside, so I'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm probably going to 
going to choose the bed, too, because it's probably easier to get through that month. Uh, and not Stay on your side. Right? Like, <laughs> Stay on your side. Basically. It like, will be just fine. Yep, yep, yep. I don't really have any exes, though, so I don't... Well... Would it be the last person I was interested in? Let's say the last in? person you yeah. were interested in. Would you do that? Mm, I would still probably sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then um, our next question was, what is the craziest thing one of your teachers has done? These were really great, y'all. They were. Um, two... Two J's said, man, the punk ass gave me a failing gym grade because I didn't sit in my floor spot. Come to find out the previous year, he left the job because the kids weren't listening. So this MFR had a point to prove. Um, Felicia LaShawn said, my white history teacher told a class of black high school students that white people were superior. Then called the parents and said, we disrupted class when we went off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phenomenally You podcast said my white history teacher told a class full of majority black kids slaves were happy to be slaves. Um. Let me tell you something. If I was a parent, can you, if, <laughs> I just feel like if I was a parent my kid came home and said that, what teacher is this? My mother would be there. Okay, because the we're going to have a conversation. I'd be up at that school. Hi, can I talk to you for a minute? Like, oh my gosh. Um, Zoe podcast once said got arrested for prostitution. Oh, um, Michelle J to you said my art teacher showed up late and drunk for class. I remember taking attendance while we were waiting for him to show up. Same teacher left the class to ride his bike on the field. He was probably drunk then too. <laughs> um, Brian M. Stowe said believed in me. <laughs> Mad Black Daddy said as a white man yelled out nigga please. <laughs> <laughs> um... I want to know what school y'all went to. Right? Like, and are these people still teachers? I know. We got, I have concerns. We got one from Twitter. Uh, Teddy Renee threw a cassette tape at me and hit the girl next to me in class. And I was like, what the hell? And then she was like, it was a mess. You know, her grandmother went to the school and the school board tried to get her fired because she admitted she was, like, aiming for her. Yeah. And then she said later she dated her son. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> for me, was in college. Oh, I already knew this was going to be the story time. <laughs> <laughs> I used Go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it was critical thinking. <laughs> and one day we go into class, and I think, um, like, people, a lot of people didn't have the assignment that was due. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. He just was not in a mood that day. He was like, you know what? Screw you. <laughs> and he started to pack up his things, and we all sitting there like, he was like, you know what? He was like, screw you. Fucking fail. I don't care. I'm out of here. And he left. And, I still and then, say screw you to people right? thinking about your teacher. <laughs> and, we all, and the weird thing is we all sat there afterwards for like five minutes like, because uh, we were just so like, like what do we do with this mm-hmm. obviously we all end up leaving yeah and the thing is that class i don't think that class was like tough he was a he wasn't the best teacher like mm-hmm. as in explaining it but i um him and i was cool because mm-hmm. like he would buy me breakfast sometimes mm-hmm. he was really nice i feel like if you had a good relationship with him your grade was fine. Right. Um, so I remember seeing him the next day. He was like, you know, I'm sorry about yesterday. I just... And I was like, no, you, you're all right. right. I just was like, it's cool. Yeah. But I was just like... And then literally said, screw you, and walked out of the classroom. <laughs> Justin, you got any crazy stories with teachers? Not that I can think of. I never really got too close to any of my teachers, so I knew nothing about them, really. <laughs> um, I think... I had, like, two that stood out to me. One was in... I think sixth sixth grade um it was our math teacher he like brought candy for some kind of activity but we were kind of like always jokey with him and i think the class took it too far because he was like at one point trying to keep the candy away from students and hung it out the window and somebody knocked it out his hand so all the candy fell on the ground and he got pissed and he was like you know what you're not doing the activity sit down do this classwork whatever blah blah like that was done and then, like, one of the students felt bad, so, like, he ran outside and collected the candy, like... This is was like Yeah. You are animals. We went to a great school. <laughs> it was because we, we were so, like, joking Trash. and comfortable with him that I think students took it too far when he was, like, playing with the candy. I will say, we had a teacher, Mr. Heller, 
mm-hmm. and Severick. No. I remember that name. Yes. And I always felt like he was too damn touchy. <laughs> um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. he was always rubbing your arm and I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that was just made me think of that. And then I had, um, in grad school, one of my professors, she had a miscarriage and still came to teach class. That's weird. And she was like crying in class. We're like, please go home. Like, <laughs> it's okay. Like That's like sad and it, weird. It was. And we convinced her. I think after like, because our class, we all had class twice a week, so it was like four hours long. And after the first hour, we were like, can you please go home? Like, Are you ready to uh, call her partner and or so somebody? so we agreed. We skipped spring break to make up for that class because we were really concerned and we just wanted her to like go home like this is a traumatic day for you and i can't believe that you're still here trying to teach because i would not be uh, so she left and went home and we stayed for spring break to make up the class later on um but we she was just like i'm just so dedicated to you guys i said i'm thankful you don't have to but i'm it. not this dedicated to you i'm sorry like i would not be here that's weird i'm, I'm literally like, like girl in a few months you won't see me anymore so. right? and you'll get new students like yeah, it was. You could take a sick day. Yeah, we, I mean, you have leave. Uh. Right, we were like, it's one class. Like, we will make it up on the back end. It is okay. Like we, and I mean, it's grad school, so you know, it's some older people. They got kids. Like, people was trying to relate to her and like, please go home. Like, and her husband was sitting in the parking lot to drive her home. He was gonna sit there all class. I'm like, go. Home. I've been knocking on the door. Can you come here? <laughs> <laughs> Can you come here? Get, Get your, your wife. wife. Get your wife. But apparently, the previous year, she was pregnant, and he did the same thing in the last month of her pregnancy. He came every day to class just in case she went into labor. Can you come and get your wife? <laughs> Please come get her. She needs to be home. <laughs> so, yeah, that was an interesting experience, to say the least. Um, okay, so today, guys, we'll be, t- y'all know we talk about therapy and stuff all the time, so we're going to talk about the journey of ending therapy, and what it means, what it looks like, why therapy would end, what your journey should continue to look like, and things of that nature. Did you want to start? I feel like you had something to say. Go no, ahead. you said it. Oh. I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have not had this experience. <laughs> not yet. I will not have this experience. You will. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. You will. Um. So, but you have. So, can you share about what it has looked like? What for it you? means to be broken up with. <laughs> so one, I call it that, and my therapist goes, "Well, you know, that's not the term. <laughs> it's termination." <laughs> but that but sound that sounds, I was like, that, I literally the first time this happened, I was like. Well, that don't really sound good. Broken up sounds like either. I'm leaving for a better opportunity. Termination sounds like you got fired. Like, like, Termin- <laughs> but that is the correct term, term. Mm-hmm. termination. So, so basically, my last... Actually, this is a quick, quick, quick time frame, to be completely yeah. honest. But probably... Which I think is important, too, to share how, like, you can go back at certain right. points. Yeah. So, to be clear, the therapist that I currently have, I have had since college. Mm-hmm. So, I've talked about this before. I originally went, I think, my junior year in college. Um, I was just feeling a lot. Definitely, childhood trauma was peaking. Mm -hmm. Peaking its ugly head for me to the point where I had physical reactions. Mm -hmm. So, I went to therapy. And the first bout of therapy um, ultimately really helped me to forgive my father. Mm -hmm. And we were able to, like, current day, our relationship is great. So, I'm grateful. The second time I went to therapy was right before I turned 25, and I was felt like I was having, like, a quarter-life crisis. Right. That is a thing. Mm-hmm. Look it up. <laughs> so, this third time around, baby, <laughs> um, I called her in April because with COVID and everything like that, my anxiety was peaking at levels where it was really hard for me to control mm-hmm. and I had a panic attack and I've had a panic attack since college right. and so when I had that I was like alright I gotta call yeah. one thing that was interesting was I felt weird calling her again <laughs> so even though I'm such a person who believes in therapy you still hold that stigma because yeah. I'm like damn this is the I third time I'm calling her <laughs> yeah, but so I think it actually took, it took me a minute to like um, I had to like talk myself to basically I had to be kind to myself to be like, look, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And something my therapist always said was like, 
you going back means it's just a new thing you're needing help with. She right. was like, um, and even in this third time, she was like, we're here for something that we've never spoken about. Facts. She right. was like, the first time you see it, she was like, we talked about your dad. The mm-hmm. second, like, she... She's like, so this is new. And she's like, and frankly, this is something none of us has dealt with before. <laughs> so that comforted me, but I still had the stigma. Yeah. Even being like, dang, I couldn't figure this shit out on my own. Yeah. But right. I couldn't. Yeah. So when I went back, I went back because I felt uncomfortable with the pandemic. I had anxiety. But I realized. There's always something now. Okay. <laughs> I love therapy. Because as we're talking the quarantine seclusion brought out other shit Mm -hmm. that was there the entire time that I didn't even realize. Mm -hmm. And so for the past three months, I've been in therapy again, working through that. And my last session, um, I had a really strong, like, epiphany moment, just this big moment of, like, healing and understanding Mm -hmm. through myself. And after I finished my spiel, she was like, oh, Sinead is so beautiful. And she was like, so you know we're done, right? And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, uh, you... she was like, we're not done today. She was like, but you know that it's coming. It's to time. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm sitting here like, well, in my mind, I'm like, well, I still have issues. So I'm like, what do you mean? And she was like, Shanae. And I was like, you're right. Literally, that's how I went. And she yeah. just said, it, and I was like, you're right. So the one thing I want to say with termination. When that starts, those feelings of like, I'm not ready. I still have issues. Help me. Those are all <laughs> through reading and with talking to her about it. Yeah. Because um, I told her we was going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. So I have a few notes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's normal. It's normal to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And to feel nervous and to feel like you're not ready. Right. Because um, therapy helps you heal, but it becomes a safe space for you. Mm-hmm. And it becomes, <clears throat> and it can be a crutch. Right. If, as my therapist said, you don't have a termination process. And I was going to say, a good therapist will know when it's time for you Correct. to go. They're not right. going to just keep taking your money. Correct. Because that's not the reason that you're there. You Correct. You are here to go. And so I know at one point, because my job done switched insurances three times, at one point the insurance I was on, it had a limit of how many sessions you could go to. And I think it was, like, 150 or something. And at that point, I was going bi-weekly. So, like, me, I did the math Math. to see how many I could go to. And it ended up being, like, two years or something wild. And she was like, well, hopefully, she's like, you won't need that many. I was like, skirt, what? Like, we're not talking about that. And she's like, the goal is not for you to be here for that long. Exactly. So she's like, so don't even worry about, like, counting down. If we get to that point, then we'll address it when we get there. But she's like, as it stands right now, you'll be fine by the time we and I even going to get close to that. I'm out on that insurance no more, so I don't got the limit. But <laughs> but your therapist made it clear <laughs> that she's about termination when it needs to happen. When it needs to happen, yes. But the other thing I was going to say is I do think it's important to be able to go back to a reliable therapist because then you don't have to start over with your whole life story, which that can take sessions to get yeah. comfortable with the yeah. person, to give them the background of your life and blah, blah. Like, doing that all over again can be exhausting. So I do think it's important to be able to go back, when something new comes up in your life, to go back to the therapist that you have worked on things with If you're previously. comfortable. Yeah. If you had a good experience with them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got a bad one, just switch. Because like, <laughs> I know sometimes it can be difficult to write find the right fit. Absolutely. I was lucky that the first one was it. Mine too. That I've been able to call her back and resume when we need me. Right. But anyway, so those feelings are normal Mm -hmm. because, but as you said, and as my therapist saying, a good therapist with integrity, she's like, it makes us happy when we do terminate. Right. She was like, because you have the tools you need to conquer and to be well and healthy. Mm -hmm. And she was like, and the whole thing is if something else comes up and you don't have the tool, she was like, you come back and we develop that tool. She was right. like, that's how it works. Right. So the reason why I want to talk about it is because a lot of times, especially these days, it's more push. Therapy is important. Go to therapy. But we don't talk about when it's time for it to end because it should. Right. Mm-hmm. And what that means. Cause and I what mean, that means. That don't mean your health, mental health journey is over. Right. right. And that's the second point I'm going to say. <laughs> Ending therapy doesn't mean 
um, the journey is over. Right. Frankly, the journey ain't over until you go into glory. Facts. Real right. shit. Right? Because life is And life. I mean, you might get, depending on what you believe, you might get sent back to experience it again, but... Right. <laughs> very much so. Very much so. <laughs> Reincarnation. <laughs> um, very true. Well, could you imagine? Child, I don't want to. Like, I literally was like, uh, Sometimes <laughs> I had deja vu. I just be like, was this a past life? Like, <laughs> Seriously. So that's the other thing. The Some of the practices or healthy habits that you've had mm-hmm. that you maybe developed in therapy are things that you should continue to do. Mm-hmm. So, for example, for me, um, like journaling, that doesn't stop for me. Right. But that was developed. That's something I started when I was in therapy. Affirmations, they don't stop for me. You keep right. creating them. So they're basically you're saying like some of the new habits or new ways that you self-soothe, that you um, can able to comfort yourself and, and your, your thought process and thinking, all that should remain the same and you should continue to nurture that. And some of the tools you learn may not be things that you have to use every day. But there may be different times when you're challenged and you got to be able to dig exactly. back in that toolbox mm-hmm. to put it to use. Exactly. So it's an ever-growing and living journey, honestly, after therapy. And when a part of accepting the termination project process is really trusting yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I think that's a lot of times where we get nervous and scared because it's like, I'm not going to figure this out. <laughs> what, what happens when something happens and I can't figure it out? Yeah. So it's also the process of like really learning to trust you that you were genuine and vulnerable through this process that the tools you have are real they're mm-hmm. all at your disposal right. and when things happen you'll be able to conquer it like my yeah. therapist always says she's like honestly you don't know until you have to use it she's like you That's have true. to flex that muscle yeah. even when you don't feel like it, even when you feel you feel it's uncomfortable and she's like and a therapist doesn't doesn't always have to walk you through the process of you flexing that muscle right yeah so, this come so a part of that is also not having an abrupt ending. If it's done right, yeah, you bring it up <clears throat> to warn you. Like I was warned, yeah. And she even said she was like, "How many more sessions do you feel like you need to get there?" Yeah, you said you need one, you need two, and I chose one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once again, it's me also really trusting myself. You know, I feel like a veteran in this therapist game <laughs> that I can trust that this new space that I'm in, that I can continue to move forward. Right. And the reason I want to talk about it is because, like, Sydney's reaction sometimes when we talk about termination, she's like, no. It chuckle, It makes me chuckle because, like, girl, that is really how I felt yeah. and how I even felt now. Where yeah. I was like, well, wait a minute. Just because yeah. I had this relevant, I mean... Just because I had this little epiphany don't mean, <laughs> don't I'm, mean I'm done. It don't mean I'm sane. I'm still crazy. Because so for me, my therapist, when I first started going to therapy, I was going bi-weekly. Then we moved to every three weeks. We're, we've been at every three weeks for a while now. Mm-hmm. So now she's moving me to monthly. Um, but when she moved me to monthly, she did say that for me, she doesn't want to terminate during COVID. She thinks for me the best termination would be in person. So for now, we're just moving to monthly and see how long we need to be at Mm -hmm. monthly. But again, I think having that communication of like, I don't think this is a good way for you to do it or what here are your options or how we going to go about it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So that it might be uncomfortable, but like having a little bit of control in that uncomfortable process. Exactly. It's supposed to be termination is supposed to be a conversation between the therapist and the client. Yeah. If it's done right. Because yeah. I definitely yeah. read about terminations that have gone wrong. Because I was about to say, I know some clients that terminate with their therapist without a conversation, which, like, again, if your therapist is not the right fit for you, I think you could still email and be like, look, you this can is articulate not good. Yeah. what it is. Don't just be like, cancel on your appointment. <laughs> like, just commute. Because that could be a learning experience for them as a therapist so that they make sure that they're going about their job the right way. Other times it could just be you needed a black woman because they can relate to you. Like, <laughs> so. <laughs> I have a black woman. I got a black woman and she plus size. Like, let's, let's, <laughs> like, Honestly, I need you to see me. <laughs> when I first was looking for therapists, I literally Googled black therapist in Baltimore because mm-hmm. I was like, at minimum, I knew she had to be black and a woman. So yeah. Yeah. that definitely is a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, the thing that I wanted people to understand is 
that the feelings around the termination process, feeling nervous or anxious or being like you're not ready, it's totally normal. Mm-hmm. They even said it's normal if you feel angry, if you feel upset by your therapist bringing up. All of that is normal. And if you're really in that space, it will flesh out. Like, yeah. I chose one. Mm-hmm. Like, I could have, she would have allowed me to go a little longer. Yeah. But I said, all right, let's just do one more. Mm-hmm. So it really... And in therapy is a good thing. It is, even though it can feel scary. Like yeah. I'll it's be like taking on- training wheels off. It is, but it's and then when they off and you ride, it's like yippee, right? <laughs> like truly, yeah. So like transparency. Mm-hmm. My last part was the the secludedness of the pandemic mm-hmm. made me really realize how uncomfortable I am with like being alone. Mm-hmm. Um, in a romantic sense, in a physical sense, mm-hmm. of how uncomfortable I was being in this house by myself all the time, not being able to do what I want to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been, and I've always been, a, I've been like a workhorse. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not accomplishing, if I'm not doing, weeks of that made me feel sucky. Yeah, yeah. and it made me question my worth. So mm-hmm. I was equating me being worthy based off the shit that I was doing right. and in this quarantine mm-hmm. space where I can't do anything. Right, yeah. Where I can't do and have the schedule I have and I'm doing this, this, it made me it started like impacting my self esteem, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So then when I get to the place of knowing that like accomplishments doesn't equate to worth mm-hmm. and that no matter what I'm doing, whether I have a busy schedule or nothing that I'm worthy, I'm enough, and it's fine, and yeah. there's nothing you need to change about it. That was the epiphany, and that's when she was like, yeah, so we're done. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, right. you got it now. Yeah. You didn't see it before, and you got it. And I have to be honest, ever since that session, I felt so relieved. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, guys, y'all don't even understand sometimes the unconscious shit that we be carrying around with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so powerful when you actually realize... I feel like for me, I felt so empowered just to know why I felt that way, of how yeah. it like all connects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, I feel relief. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel. I love therapy, <laughs> and in a year, if I got to call her again, I'm, my ass gonna call her again, <laughs> and I'm not gonna feel anything this mm-hmm. time around if right. I have to. And that's the other thing: if you gotta call your therapist back. Who cares? You're doing what's best for you. And sometimes it and only has to be a couple of sessions. Sometimes, right. like, okay, no, right. you need to come in with me for right. a minute. Like, <laughs> you never know. Like, for me, this was three months. Right. So it was a little touch point. Yeah. And then I will continue to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, I always felt like by the time I have a kid, I'm totally calling her back. In my mind, <laughs> I just feel like... Does she do couples counseling? She does. Okay. My therapist does. She does group counseling and... Um, she does couples counseling. Yeah. She's would versatile. You, would you take your future spouse to her before y'all got married or would you find like a whole new person? I think that would depend on the comfort of my, like my spouse, how he would feel about it. Mm-hmm. Obviously I'm comfortable with her. So yeah. it'd be easy for me to call her up like, Hey, guess what? I'm engaged. Mm-hmm. We need your help. <laughs> um, but if he maybe felt like he wanted to find someone who didn't know any of us, yeah. yeah. Either one of us, I'm fine. Yeah. I am in a space now where, like, I can articulate who I am and why and why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have an issue. So, like, if I had to see, like, a new counselor therapist, yeah. I'd be like, this is who I am, sir or yeah. ma'am. Yeah. I have this, I, this, 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 and this, and then I realized that. So, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, think, I can, like, sum it up in five minutes. I, I, I agree. Like, I think, to be fair, I will go to a different person. Um, cause it's like, that's my person. They may have their own person. I'm like, let's just go to a neutral person for us to do this premarital counseling. And then, you know, cause I believe in yeah. it. I, yeah. you know, I would like to be married one day and I absolutely would want to do. Cause those are new tools. Pre- <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, um, I ain't new, got them tools yet. I don't know what tools I need. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I'll be in my house thinking about like, what if someone wanted to move in here? That alone. I'd be like. <laughs> Um, can we have a session? I'm feeling really uncomfortable. He's encroaching on my space. And... Yeah, because I think a lot of tools so... for, like, marriage are similar to those of friendship, but I think it's less of, like, you know, for some people with friendship, they could just end it and not think of anything. With marriage, you can't do that. Like, you can't just end it 
and not think about if you're all going the extra. to it for the right reasons, right. you yeah, wouldn't yeah. want to. Right, right, right. So I think it's a lot of the similar tools, but a little bit different because I guess like the contract of marriage holds you in more. But yeah, I know I'll be calling her a year, year or two, <laughs> two years from now. And the thing is, that's okay. Like it's not a big deal, and I have to tell myself that sometimes because sometimes mm-hmm. I get in my get in my head about like. Yeah, this is the third time you had to call her back. But who cares? <laughs> At least I have someone to call. Yeah. I told her you can never move. <laughs> Y'all can do and it virtually at this point. True. <laughs> and I was like, and I kind of need to be able to call you like 45. Hey. Don't she was like, that. I don't know if I'll still be, be practicing. <laughs> I'm like, well, have a referral on hand. <laughs> Mentor someone now. Okay. That is an experience that I couldn't imagine when your therapist leaves the practice or retires and has to transfer you to somebody else that's a whole probably that's an interesting journey probably yeah Yeah, i'm sure that's a process i guess as well having to switch especially if you have i mean for me i mean i'll be like what practice you going to i'm following (laughs) i mean in a couple years it'll be a decade of how long i've so like if this continued and then she's like, well, Chanel, I'm retiring. Mm. I would be like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> um, like, you don't want to make a little bit of coin on the side? Like, how about part-time work? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, what about the book? I'm supposed to be in your book. Oh like, my what do you mean? I didn't read anything yet. What are you talking about? I'm Works. retiring so I can go write my book. Well, I, okay, on a side note. I did request to be the first chapter. Oh my god! I was like, I don't know how you picking who to talk about. I was like, but I feel like I'm a top tier. Oh my goodness! I did, I did say that. I cannot. <laughs> I did. I did. I feel like oh I was like, god. I feel like I'm like top tier clientele. Oh my god! To document the journey, uh, how I've grown, how much I've changed. I mean, because when I started therapy, I was. Hardcore Molly vibes, okay. Um, wasn't really trying to talk. A little bit rude. Um, kind of in denial. Um, yeah, not as bad as Molly, cause like mm-hmm. my therapist got to me and we were able to do the work. Yeah. But I definitely had a the first like three sessions were such a waste. I was really not trying to go there. Um, but afterwards. I would be coming here like, okay, so this week, I would have, like, notes, and then this happened. What do you think that means? I, do, I thought. I'd be having so much in the beginning. I would you you got your 50 so minutes. Your oh, I'd be like, wait, I got to catch you up? Seriously. There would be moments I'd be like, well, I don't really want to spend too much time on this, though. Because, I because, I, because I'm like, because this is really bothering me, and I can't figure it out. I used to be like. But then she said that I'd be talking about something at work. She'd be like, well, how does that make you feel? And I'd be like, but look, I actually don't really want to go there. <laughs> I need to focus on something else. Not actually, today. look, actually, this guy said, and that really, and she'd be like, okay. <laughs> because she even want to dig down. I'm like, no, let's dig here and see, instead. I think I, I think I was the opposite. I think I was just a very gradual opening up. Like, I don't think my therapist saw me cry until like two years in. Wow. And she was like, are you about to cry? Because I had never done, and I only done cry once in a session now. <laughs> like, but she How was, do you not cry? I feel like I sob and I don't session. cry in front of people. I've never cried. Like, I thought that I was going to cry at certain times, then it just I'd be holding out. it back. Oh my God. I feel like when she cried, I was just like, <laughs> I just feel like, I just like let open a flat. And even sometimes now, like the last session, I, it, I got teary. Mm-hmm. But like, I'd be sobbing so. So yeah, no, the one time she saw I was about to cry. She's like, You about to cry? I was like, Yeah. And she like came over and comforted me because that was the it had been two years. And she like, You ain't never cried up in my office. Like, what is this? No, I'm a big crybaby. I just don't cry in front of people that often. But I'm a crybaby. I don't know how y'all hold it. <laughs> I'm not on therapy. I'm just talking about in general. In general I don't even I don't I, call myself holding it. It just literally doesn't come out when people are around. It, right. But okay. when I'm by myself, Poor. My thing like. is, it, it, it's a struggle for me to just, so like the only time where I can really hold it in is like when I'm angry. Cause mm-hmm. sometimes when I'm so pissed off, I was like, you won't even get the satisfaction of seeing me cry. <laughs> so I won't. And then I'll go behind the door. <laughs> but any other time yeah. I can't, I just, I just like, I, 
I, and I think before I would hold it in, mm-hmm. after like a couple bouts of therapy, like it's harder for me to hold back yeah. my feelings, which for me, I think is a good thing, mm-hmm. but I'll cry, cry anywhere, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I was just, I opened up gradually with her. And I think that's how we got to learn each other more is just my gradual openness. But that's the whole thing. Every we're all different. Yeah. And all of our journeys will be different. The way we open up or how long we have to do therapy or mm-hmm. or even the issues we're there for. How often you gotta go. How often you go. I've mm-hmm. had a variety of schedules since <laughs> I've been in. Mm-hmm. Um and at the end of the day, as long as you're getting something from it and you're the reason you call, if that is being solved, if that's being worked on, yeah, that's right. the benefit of it all. Right. Um, I don't really have that much to say. No, I, th- I just want everyone to know that when the time comes, it's okay to feel anxious about it, but yeah. trust yourself because termination is a good thing. Right, and that's right. what I was going to say. Like, I know a lot of people are still, as much as we say, like, go to therapy, I know a lot of people are still hesitant. But just remember that the goal of therapy is to help you to get out of therapy. For sure. The goal right. is not for you to be there for the rest of your life. So I, while I understand that you may be hesitant to start, the sooner you start, the sooner you work through, and the sooner you get out. Mm-hmm. Though you might be scared to get out at that point because they like your fake auntie. But... <laughs> it's a place of comfort. It is. Right. So for those that may be hesitant to start just remember like the goal is the other end of it is the getting out of it and how much better you'll be on that end of it heal the wound and move on yeah yeah, yeah. put that on t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> so i think that's all we had to share plus the bet awards are coming on in like 30 minutes and i still gotta get home so um mm-hmm. like shanae said you may hear this after the awards but keep up with us on our social media at all times um, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you have any anonymous stories, questions, topics, suggestions, blah, 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 email us, goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week. <laughs>